what up, my fellow RDs? So where does the week go? Can we just talk about that for a second? It's literally Wednesday night, the Thursday, nope, the Wednesday before this is supposed to come out. Like this usually comes out Thursday morning. Sometimes I even put it out at like 1 a.m. my time so that you guys get it bright and early. But like really though, where did the week go? I'm sitting right now, as you probably know, if you caught last week's episode, on my bed of my childhood bedroom. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, would highly recommend going back and listening to that so you can understand why I'm sitting here now. Anyway, I was about to pop a beer, but then it fell off of my leg and I don't want to risk it splashing everywhere and exploding. So stay tuned for the beer pop later in the episode. Very excited about that, by the way. So back to not knowing where the week goes. I started grad school back in September, and I don't think I put that on blast for you guys either in the last season. But OMG, like literally, how do people grad school and work a full-time job and rear children simultaneously? I have a dog in grad school and a job, obviously, solopreneurship that's very flexible. So how do people do it? It's insane. Props to you out there if you've done it or you're doing it because, dude, I really don't understand. But that's enough of my kvetching about my master's. Um, I'm super stoked about it. And I did the math and I still have 11 more months to go. But it's going to go by so quick, right? Like just taking summer. summer. Uh, oh, there you go. That's the imperfection that I'm trying to not edit out going forward. So I hope you enjoyed that weird sound my mouth made. Seriously, like I'm going through, going through the summer and hopefully come out on the other end alive. And like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm very excited about that, but it's going to be hefty guys. Going to be hefty. I also don't know if I mentioned I'm doing my MBA because I feel like I've gotten that question a lot when I've said, oh, I'm in grad school. Um, The reason I'm doing it, one is because David, my husband gave me his GI bill, bless him. And I don't have to pay for it. So hell yeah out of free education. And second, I don't want to be an ancient RD who doesn't have her graduate degree, especially now since it's mandatory, which I don't know if I want to rant about that on here or not, but I feel like that is a whole separate story. Like that's frustrating within itself, but like, I don't want to be antiquated. I don't want to be behind the curve, right? Like all these new RDs be coming in, they're going to have their MBAs at 22, again another conversation that I think is mm, okay that might be for another day or you know what screw it that's going to be a rant for right now guys can we talk about how dumb the fact that you have to have your MBA before you become an RD is sorry not an MBA your graduate degree you have to have a master's oh boy okay so I was talking with my RD bestie Boo Boo Mel about this the other day Boo Boo Mel shout out hey girl hey And she did her master's before she had a small child. So again, trying to knock it out before you can like procreate. Solid choice, I'm sure, which is why I'm doing it. Um, But really, like we had this conversation. I was like, wow. So already as it is, our profession doesn't have a ton of inclusivity to say the least it's not very diverse right like let's call it out how it is there's a lot of white girls with blonde hair in our profession and I am not one of them I am yes I am white but I have brown hair and like that's brown curly hair nonetheless like that is not the norm in our profession and 
I think, I feel that making another barrier to entry for anybody is really a disservice to our profession. I understand that education is really key when you're providing science-based nutrition evidence, nutrition-based science evidence, however you want to phrase that, to your clientele and to the people that you're working with. And I get it. I really understand where the A&D is coming from, from that POV, right? Like we need to be more educated. Sure. Fine. However, the barrier to entry is now so much higher than it was. And already, like I mentioned, we have a very culturally not so diverse profession. Like it's 90% women. So awesome. We're doing something good there, but we're not very culturally diverse and that blows, right? So like that's an added barrier to entry for people. And as it is, the internship is hard enough to get into. If you haven't heard my rant about the internship, go back to episode one, like episode one ever, and you can hear my rant about that. Oy. But seriously, like, I don't think we should be making it harder for people to come into our field, especially if they're passionate about it. And then we're not paying them more. Bruh, there is a significant disconnect there. So I'm off my high horse. I'm off my little rant. Hopefully my beer has deflated. Is that what you call it when phloem, when the foam dissipates? Please hold. I need two hands for this endeavor. Excellent. So now we're back. I'm going to take a sippy poo and then I'm going to give you a little bit more of an update. I'm happy that you guys are here for the realness of what a Wednesday night looks like. Whilst I'm living in Vegas, it's sipping on a Pacifico. Just happens to be the beer of choice this evening. I forgot to put lime in it like a fool because obviously I just opened it right the second and it's not as cold as I'd wanted it to be. So, you know, can't win them all. So updates for this week. OMG, I am one week out, one week, two-ish days, three-ish days out from my first event of the Roundtable Rendezvous, and I have all of the emotions around this, so soaked, so excited, also just nervous, I guess you could say, because there's so much planning that goes into it, and you just want people to have a good time, to experience it, enjoy it, have fun, and for it also to be a success, a success in the eyes of me, but also like the eyes of others, right? Like that they made really good connections, that it was worth their time, like more than worth their time, and for future events to go just as well and people to be excited about the first event so that they continue to buy for the other events, right? And to make a profit because that's also very scary as an entrepreneur. And I want to talk about like the money stuff a little bit more this season as well and just be a little bit more transparent about that, right? Because it's not always rainbows and butterflies and puppies, although my puppy just came into the room and then she left subsequently. So see, that's proof that it's not always rainbows, butterflies, and puppies. But seriously, I want to get down into the nitty gritty about that this season a little bit more with you guys and just be real and like transparent of like what it takes to create events like this and to host things in person if you want to do it too, because it's a lot. I'm not going to lie, but it's really rewarding, even though it's challenging. So I'm stoked about that and upcoming that upcoming this week. So I will keep you guys updated on the nerves I'm feeling on next week's episode, as well as 
how it goes, I guess you could say. Yeah, the following week, I'll let you know how it goes. So stay tuned for like the next two weeks for my anxiety journey. Follow along on Chell's anxiety journey. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, you guys are really getting this raw and uncut. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> okay, so in preparation for that event, I am hosting a masterclass for dietitians all about networking skills that I wish I had known early on when I first started networking to omit all of the errors that I had made early on. This masterclass is the networking skills for introverted dietitians happening this Friday. So when you're hearing this, it's happening tomorrow, April 15th at 1 p.m. EST. The investment for this masterclass is 11 bucks super inexpensive. And if you happen to come to one of the events, the Roundtable Rendezvous in-person events afterwards, I'll also send you a link for $11 off that event. So you get your money back and you get that put towards the in-person event. So you can test out your newly acquired networking skills in person, in real life, and we can meet in real life, which is also really awesome. So back to this networking masterclass. This is everything that I wish I had known. And I'm sharing a little bit with you today so that you can kind of get a taste of that. And man, I made a ton of mistakes networking early on. And it didn't cost me, um, did cost me, right? Because I didn't make those connections. And those people could have been referral partners because we'll talk about it in the masterclass. But selling through, not selling to is super important. But yeah, I missed the opportunity for a lot of referral partners because I didn't know what to do at an event. And since then, man, it has been a game changer learning the skill set, practicing the skill set, both in person and online. Cause like it's totally different networking in person when you have someone right in front of you, right? Like you're making eye contact, you can read their body language versus online. Oftentimes I'm just speaking into my phone and voice messaging a DM back to someone. And like, yeah, they can hear the excitement in my voice, but I don't know how they're reacting on the other side you know, so vastly different, but we are talking all about the networking in-person skills this coming Friday. So I would love for you to join. I have, I mean, it's online, so I can't even say I have X amount of spots left, man. If you want to come, you can come. There'll definitely be space for you because it's online. It's virtual. And then I'll send you the link as soon as you sign up. So I would love for you to be there if it fits into your schedule. If not, I'll probably be posting a replay, I would say by Saturday. So you can hop on for the replay as well. And it's going to be a really fun space. So also a lot of storytelling because that's my favorite means of education because I feel like you just learn by doing and you learn from other people's dumb shit that they do. And I did a lot of dumb shit. So I'm going to share that dumb shit with you and it's going to be fantastic. Alrighty then, let's hop into being observant as a dietitian at a networking event. What do I mean by this? So it means more than just listening, right? Like being observant is having your senses on and not just your ears on. I totally get that being an introverted dietitian at a networking event can be beyond overwhelming. I've been there. You're probably already outside of your comfort zone just attending the event. And then you have to introduce yourself to the people that you don't know and then maintain that conversation. So it can get awkward. I totally understand that. Which is why if you listen to last week's episode of this podcast, I shared 15 icebreaker questions 
for dietitians to be able to keep in their back pocket at these kinds of networking events. So be sure to check out that episode if you haven't listened to it already so that you have these questions and you're able to start a conversation casually and maintain the conversation because that's key. So this week we are moving on to being observant at events. Observation goes beyond actively listening to the person that you're speaking to. Being observant requires you to use your ears and your eyes and to tune into what those around you are saying verbally as well as physically. Basically, we're talking about reading a room as well as reading the people around you. I have some amazing news for you, my fellow introverted slash amniverted dietitians. Reading body language is a skill that can be learned. Fun fact, verbal communication accounts for only 20 to 30% of all communication, and the remaining 70-ish percent of information is actually conveyed by tone of voice, facial expressions, eye contact, gestures, and body language. So really, right now in this podcast, you're only getting like 20 to 30% of what I'm expressing and saying, but you best believe I am talking with my hands. I have different inflections in my voice. I mean, okay, you can hear that one, but still, like I'm making weird faces. Yep, okay, yep, just made a weird face. So this all adds into like what you're saying and what the other person on the other end is receiving. Our body language includes, okay, most of the things I just said, but let's go through this for good measure. Gestures, arms crossed, relaxed and sitting back. Those are examples, by the way. Posture. Maybe someone's slouching, leaning to one side, or sitting up straight. What their head is doing. Do they have wandering eyes or amazing eye contact? Are they smiling or do they have a furrowed brow like they're very confused or perhaps just not enjoying the conversation? What are they doing with their hands? Think of Italians talking with the hands. Are they nervous tapping on a table? And then what are their bodies what is their body doing? Like the whole body movements. Are they acting something out? Like I just did when I said that awkward. Good thing you can't see it. Am I right? (laughs) Observe people in groups. This is going to provide you with important information about the dynamics and the relationship in that group. However, it is good to note that sometimes what is said can be contrary to one's body language. For example, you're super nervous, clenching your emotional support water glass at an event. And if you don't have an emotional support water glass, what are you even doing? Go back to the refreshments table, grab your emotional support water glass and come back. And then someone comes over to you and asks, oh, are you feeling nervous? You respond, no, but your body language is screaming yes. So a person's body language is super telling. Understanding body language can help you decide whether continuing the conversation is worth it or if you and the other person you're chatting with are both feeling that you should go your separate ways, which is also okay. Not everyone is for you and you are also not for everyone. Pay close attention to how people respond to you you too can respond accordingly. Noticing these cues can help you keep the conversation engaging. This process of adjustment and assessment is the kind of feedback cycle that enriches the quality of communication. If you still want to maintain the conversation, but your conversation buddy is giving you some disinterested vibes, whip out one of your questions that I mentioned earlier, right? That like list of 15 questions and put the convo back in their court. As an introverted dietitian, this is a great tool. You don't have to be the one talking all the time. And know that you have an arsenal of questions to be able to redirect the convo. All you have to do is ask one and then actively listen for the response. Easy breezy. So for more tips like this, especially if you're an introverted RD or you fall into the amniverted category, 
check out this upcoming masterclass tomorrow, Friday, April 14th, not 15th. Oi, Celestina, you should really learn your dates before you say the things. So tomorrow, April 14th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, networking skills introverted dietitians need to know. We're going to be diving deeper into why in-person networking is essential for solopreneur dietitians, more into body language, what yours is saying, and how to read the body language of those around you, how to make networking less awkward and network like a pro. We're going to be talking about how to sell through, not to, and choosing the right size event for you. Like I said earlier, this investment is 11 bucks, and you get that money back if you decide to come to one of the in-person roundtable rendezvous events coming to a city near you over Q2 and Q3 this year. The Roundtable Rendezvous is a space that I've been dreaming up for a couple of months, if not even years at this point. I didn't have the luxury of being able to do it when I lived in Germany, but now that I'm back in the States for at least six months, bringing dietitians together in a community space in person is something that I really have so much passion for and I'm really excited to see through over the next couple of months. The Roundtable Rendezvous is all about bringing RDs together in a low-key networking environment so that you can chat, mix, mingle, sip on your favorite local beer, have some snacky poos, and then we can dive into a mini mastermind sesh, or as I like to refer to them as roundtables, and talk about what collaboration and how what collaboration can look like in our field and how we can make our field more collaborative going forward. And your voice gets to be heard. You get to be part of that conversation. And I'm really excited for the thoughts, the different ideas, the action plans, whether immediately implementable or something that we can strive for together as a field um, are going to come out of these events. So I hope that you can attend one of them. I'm going to be in Austin, April 22nd and 23rd. So that's next week. If you're in the Austin area, I mean, really, if you're anywhere in Texas, I've, I traveled from Germany to Vegas to make this happen. And now Vegas to Texas. I feel like you can drive a couple of hours if you really want to come. So I'd love to see you in Austin. And then I will be back here in Vegas on May 6th to host one. And then the following events, I will be in Denver on June 5th and 6th, and then Chicago on June 9th and 10th. Those are the most immediate events. Subsequently, I will be in Providence, Rhode Island, New York, and Philly in June, and then Toronto, Canada, and back here in Vegas in July. And then August, I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, and spending two days in Miami, and then finishing up the tour in LA in mid-September. So all of the dates, all of the links will be in the show notes, but I would love to meet meet you in person, see you in person, connect, and have you, give you the opportunity to connect and have amazing conversation with your fellow dietitians as well. Alrighty, guys, until next week, ciao. Ciao.